Neighborhood Alpha Dad Nation, welcome back to the Ben Barker Fitness Podcast. If you would subscribe to the show, leave a five-star review, and share this with a dad that you think it might be an encouragement to. Thank you all so much for listening. I genuinely appreciate you. Today I have 10 physical feats every adult male who is striving for excellence should try to achieve and maintain. I posted this as a tweet and as a little carousel on Instagram about a year ago, and I caught a little bit of flack from people being like, these are unrealistic expectations, and you know, set the bar lower, and like all this other stuff, and most guys can't do this. And I feel like that's kind of the point. It's like, I don't want an average marriage. I don't want like good enough marriage. I don't want to be an average father. I want to strive for excellence. So like, why would I strive for average in fitness? And with that being said, not every guy is going to hit all 10 of these things. And that is perfectly okay. I think it's more about the act of striving to reach your like genetic potential, right? And I think that's important. I think that's an important thing for our sons to see us too to see us do is strive for excellence in literally everything we do to strive for excellence in our marriage, strive for excellence in our physical and mental health, strive for excellence in our walk with God, in our finances. Like um, there's a coffee company and their motto is never settle for good enough. And I think a lot of men fall into that. We just settle for this'll work. You know, like we're paying the bills. Um, We're not grossly overweight and your marriage is fine. You get along with your kids okay. But that's just, that's not going to work for me and I hope that's not going to work for you. So with that being said, if you don't hit any of these, you hit some of them, not all of them, it's not a thing to be discouraging. You can even make your own list of 10 and set your own standards. But I think this is a list of 10 that would be pretty cool to hit. It leans more on the functional side of what can you do. But I do think when you are training the right way and you're eating the right things, it's also going to lead to you looking good aesthetically. I will say, however, I was just reading a fake Dan Campbell quote, the coach of the Detroit Lions. And um, there is something to be said about working on the intimidation muscles, like the biceps, the delts, the calves, and those things should be done. This quote by Dan Campbell says, I start the day with 11 raw ostrich eggs. The ostrich is a living velociraptor and my body runs better with prehistoric alpha predator protein. That's just science. Then I knock out a quick workout, all glamour muscles. This isn't for function. This is for intimidation. When my biceps are blazing and my body is hopped up on dino protein, um, that's how he gets his day going. And that's what we should strive for fellas. Number one on my list of 10 physical feats. Every man who is striving for greatness should try to achieve and maintain number one, 10 full range of motion, strict pull-ups. And I say 10, I realize a lot of guys can do more than that, but most of the time this will, this will come into play again with the pushups. The guy will be like, yeah, I can do 20 pull-ups. And it's like a third of the range of motion and just kind of like pulsing. Those are not pull-ups. I am talking full extension at the bottom of each pull-up and the chin comes well and visibly over the bar and we're not like swinging around. Kipping pull-ups are great, but that is a different conversation. I'm talking strict full range of motion pull-ups, 10 reps minimum. That is number one. And y'all pull-ups are just huge. I think they're probably the king of upper body exercises for building a strong back 
having great posture. And it's just one of those things that it's a flex when you're at the playground with your kids, hop up on the monkey bars, knock out a clean set of 10 pull-ups, and you'll automatically garner a certain level of respect. Number two, 50 legit full range of motion push-ups. Um, I say legit because again, just like the pull-ups, you'll see guys say, yeah, I can do a hundred push-ups. And again, they're like pulsing and looking like they're having like convulsions or something and not even hitting like one rep when they say they can do a hundred. When I'm talking about clean, full range of motion push-ups, I'm talking like the body is rigid, your chest touches the floor and your arms fully extend at the top of each rep. Knocking out 50 clean, crisp pull-ups, push-ups, excuse me, is something that every man should strive for and can do. And listen, guys, when you're building up your push-ups, there's no shame in doing as many as you can, legit push-ups, and then dropping to your knees and doing them modified when you need to. Build up to that. And a great place to start if you're testing your push-ups, like say you get to 25 in a row and you can no longer maintain good form, immediately drop to your knees and finish the set from your knees. Number three, being able to sprint 100 meters full tilt without pulling a hamstring. I know that's kind of vague. I think a good time to kind of strive for, for like the average guy is being able to hit 100 meters in 15 seconds. You know, that converts to about a four minute mile. Obviously, you know, I can't maintain that pace, but we should be able to sprint pretty for 100 meters. And that comes in practically a lot of ways. Number one, if you got to get to your kids quickly, um, you should be the one to get there first. And then number two, sprinting is just a beautiful form of exercise. It's great for both building muscle and aiding in fat loss. Sprinting is huge, both the practical implications and the fitness level it can help us attain. Number four, um, this is kind of vague again, but being able to carry your wife over the threshold. I talked about this last week. Guys, you should be able to pick up your wife, like build the strength um, doing other exercises. And then also just pick up your wife and carry over the threshold sometimes. Obviously we train for it in the gym, but you should just pick up your wife sometimes. Like when me and my wife dance sometimes, you know, uh, I like to spin her around. Uh, I don't know what you call that type of dance. Like doo-wop or something like where you throw them on your hips and all that jazz. And I like to clean and jerk her and stuff like that. I just think it's fun. Um, it's silly. And I think your wife should just know that you're strong enough to do that on a whim at any time without throwing your back out. Number four, be able to pick up your wife. Number five, um, this is where things started to get hairy, um, with my tweet and I started getting some flack. Number five, you should be able to squat two times your body weight. This is a big one, but hear me out, guys. If you weigh 180 pounds, that's only a 360-pound squat. Like, that's not crazy. Um, and again, it just gives you something to strive for. Like, say you're not even close right now, just always kind of keep that in the back of your mind, and it kind of gives you something to shoot for. And then also, it kind of evens the playing field, whether you're like a 150-pound guy or a 200-pound guy. It gives you a concrete goal to shoot for, to be far above average to build a strong lower body and to have something to brag to your kids about. Number five, being able to squat two times your body weight. Number six, overhead press your body weight. Um, so like currently I weigh about 180 pounds and I can strict press about 185 pounds. Th this is a big one, y'all. The overhead press is the king 
of pressing exercises. Yes, it comes in ahead of the bench press just from like the functionality, having to lock your core down. There's a lot less room for cheating on the overhead press. It's like you kind of can or you can't. Sure, you can arch your back kind of strongman style, which isn't great on the low back. But with that being said, like on bench press, you'll see a lot of guys kind of crash the weight off their chest, throw their rear off the bench and do some crazy things to get the weight up. You can't do that so much on the overhead press. So we've got number six, being able to overhead press your body weight overhead on a barbell. Number seven, bench press comes into play. Y'all, this is one of those. Is it the most functional exercise? No. But is it a flex to be able to bench press a certain amount? Why indeed? Yes, it is. So we have a 1.5 times your body weight bench press. I caught a lot of flack on this, but yet again, we're not striving to be average. We are striving for physical excellence. Learning to bench press 1.5 times your uh, body weight, guys. I mean, you're going to get a massive amount of strength in your pecs, your shoulders, and your triceps. This isn't an end-all be-all list, guys. If you're not there, it's not the end of the world. But again, this is helping us strive for excellence, and we're not trying to be like the other dads. We are trying to be the strongest, most fit, most jacked dad on the playground. It is a badge of honor. It's something fun to strive for. I think it's cool for your sons. Uh, I had a guy on a few weeks ago, Mobility Monster, and he was just talking about, he remembers as a kid, walking into the garage and seeing his dad bench press 315 pounds and just being like, my dad is the strongest dad on the face of the planet. And like telling other kids at school, like my dad, you know, could crush your dad in a fight and like all this other stuff. And my dad benches more. That is a fun conversation to have for your kids and give them the fuel to say things like that, guys. That is about the coolest thing. And I want my kids to know that I am strong and I am capable. Number eight, we have a 2.5 times your body weight deadlift. Y'all deadlift, uh, I mean, it is a functional exercise and we talk a lot about like guys blowing their backs out, having a weak low back and like, oh, I can't deadlift. I have a weak back. Have you ever thought about the fact that maybe your back is weak because you do not deadlift? Uh, again, like I'm not a doctor, I'm not a physical therapist, but I know how it works. We need to strengthen the spinal erectors. We need to learn how to brace the core. And I mean, cause if you don't train that, what's to stop you from blowing out your back when you have to pick up, you know, a 50 pound box or a bag of dog food off the floor. It's incredibly functional learning how to, to brace your core, to set your spine and be able to pick things up off the floor without blowing out your back. And with that being said, like, if you have not been deadlifting, like don't go to, into the gym and try to do this today. It's one of those things where if you're training regularly, these are things that you will build up to over time. Since I did this post the first time, I have edited this one because I realized it wasn't on par with the rest of the goals. Number nine is to be able to broad jump your height plus two feet. Make sense? So for instance, I am five foot nine, so I should be able to broad jump at a minimum seven feet and nine inches. Just to make the math easy, if math is not your strong suit, if you are six foot tall, you should be able to broad jump at least eight feet. I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there. This is just to set, set the standard. I think you should be able to broad jump at least eight feet. For instance, Mobility Monster is a big dude. I can't remember exactly how much he said he weighs, but he's like six foot three, six foot four, weighs like 330 pounds, and the dude can broad jump 10 feet. 10 feet is a huge broad jump. And y'all, broad jump is just a great display of both explosiveness, um, skill, 
and mobility. It's a great exercise to do. If you're going to try this, um, I would do it either on a track or grass just because it's a little bit lower impact. So number nine, we have broad jump, your height plus two feet. Number 10, I'm going to be honest. This is not the most important thing on the list, in my opinion. I think it's far more important to have the functional strength of doing the carries and the lifts and the 100-meter sprint. However, I do think we need a base level of just cardiovascular endurance. Also, if you hear any crying, it's my son. He's going down for a nap. He's a cool guy. It'll be, it'll be fine. My wife's taking care of it. Number 10 is be able to run a respectable 5K. Again, that's very vague, but I mean, man, you should be able to jog 3.2 miles without stopping. I mean, very simple in the very least. I think a good time to shoot for at a minimum would be a 25 minute 5K run. That's not insane. What is it like a eight minute and 20 second mile guys? That's, that is very attainable. And just on top, you don't want to get in the position where you get like very big and very strong, but your cardiovascular ability is non-existent. Like you should be able to both look good, feel good and perform at a high level. So our list of 10 physical feats that every man who is is striving for physical excellence should be able to achieve and maintain. We have 10 full range of motion pull-ups, 50 legit full range of motion push-ups. Number three, be able to sprint 100 meters without pulling a hamstring. Number four, be able to carry your wife over the threshold. Number five, two times your body weight squat. Number six, we have overhead press your body weight. Number seven, we have bench press 1.5 times your body weight. Number eight, deadlift 2.5 times your body weight. Number nine, broad jump your height plus two feet. And 10, run a respectable 5K on a whim right? I'm not running 5Ks all the time. I hardly ever do that, guys. I run sprints and stuff like that. Right now, you know, I'm training for the five-minute mile and the 500-pound squat, so I'm running a little bit more than I typically would. But on average, like once I'm done with this challenge, I will probably run maybe, maybe three days a week. Maybe. And that's going to be mostly sprints and maybe one kind of like fun hike slash jog slash run just to kind of keep an above average, um, cardiovascular ability guys. That is a great list. And if you even hit like seven out of the 10, you are insanely fit. And again, this isn't to like make them like, Oh, I'll never be like a certain level of fit. No strive for greatness, put in the work and just see what you can make happen. And if you are constantly improving, I think that's all we can really ask for and just see our children seeing us strive for excellence, our wife seeing us strive for excellence and kind of like every aspect of like faith, fitness, family, finances, freedom. I think it goes a long way and you set that example and you create the culture for your family. Y'all, thank you so much for listening today. Y'all, if you're ready to um, look good, feel good and perform at a high level. Try a free seven day trial of my gym gains guide or my body weight blaster plan. Genuinely appreciate y'all for listening. Stay alpha. Let's get super fit and encourage some people along the way.